Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hope you're having a great Friday. We certainly are. Chuck Smith stopped by. He dropped some knowledge on uh, the draft and also talking about pass rushers. Uh, You know, he said there are a couple of guys he hopes the Falcons are able to try to go after. And whether they decide to or not, you know, I I do think the point is you got to take some risk. If you have some available money potentially to do uh, this, and that's go after a guy like Derek Barnett or, or Arden Key or Randy Gregory. And I think Randy Gregory, by the way, oh. he's one of these guys. He's, he's turned into a hell of a player. Yes, he's had issues, but the Cowboys are not looking to, you know, they're not trying to lose Randy Gregory. But if that they just happens, can't afford Randy Gregory, correct. potentially. And, and so, you know, and I've said for years, whether it's Jadavion Clowney, I've told you guys, I think he was overvalued. But when you don't have anything, Coming off the when you have nothing, something is better than nothing. There's an article in the Dallas Morning News a couple days ago that says Cowboys must choose between Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. Yep, and obviously Demarcus is this, an unbelievable force in the NFL. He's a little bit older, but you know Randy Gregory's a guy. We, it's funny because when Chuck mentioned it, you and I kind of our, our eyes kind of brightened because we had him and Lael Collins in the studio, and then Randy Gregory coming out of Nebraska had a bunch of issues and eventually got his head right, literally and figuratively. And that's a guy that no one debates the talent. If you could get a guy like a Randy, just hypothetically, if you could afford a guy like Randy Gregory and you could draft a guy like a Jermaine Johnson, well, now we're in the beating up the quarterback business. We haven't done that for years. That would yeah. be awesome. Fans would be excited. You know, I mean, how many times defense on the field? Well, time to get a beer. You know, it's, this is going to change. But I still think we have to temper our expectations as far as just how much money we're going to have. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, I'm curious to see how, you know, what it looks like. Once the new uh, league year begins and then, you know, because you have to be under the cap when that happens and then where we go from there. So there will be additional cuts. There'll be some other things that will happen. And the Calvin Ridley thing, let's be honest, is just kind of looming, right? Right. I don't think we're going to gain money back from that, Mike, because that has to be a potential trade. and you got to have a trade partner. 
But it's one of those things that, again, that, that's got to get resolved, and we continue to have, have that conversation about, you know, where, where Calvin Ridley's going to be. And in case you're wondering, guys, Saturday, uh, for, for those of you who are going to spend time, and again, I'll, I'll maybe watch a little bit of it. I guess Mike Mayock will be free now to give some analysis true, for NFL true. Network. But uh, the, the defensive lineman ends and, uh, and lineman, interior lineman, is Saturday, a week from tomorrow. That's the day they'll be on the field when all the work on the field. Yeah, we're talking about the combine, guys. It's Dukes and Bell with Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris, let's get to an NFL blitz. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. You know, all those 30 for 30s, right? You've watched them over the years. What, what if, if I, I told you? you? That he wants to be the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Um, is he worth it? We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, and we're talking about $50 million per year. Shouldn't you put your pinky in the corner of your mouth like Dr. Evil? $50 million. <laughs> dollars, yeah. yeah um, all right. So where is this coming from? Um, the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, apparently is where it's coming from. And he was asked about it. Rodgers was asked Friday about the speculation that he wanted to be the highest paid player by a wide margin, Mike. Oh. Not a little bit. Oh. A wide margin. Uh, I want some, I won't be pushed around. I want respect. <laughs> so uh, he told Pat McAfee that the reports were false. And, of course, this could be semantics. I think it is. I think this is another reason why he wants out. I don't think Green Bay can do this with their cap issues and signing Devontae, which is why they're going to franchise tag him, you could go to one of these other teams that we've talked about that have $60, $70, $80 million on the cap and do this. I don't think Green Bay can do this right now unless they start cutting the fat. So Mm. this is going to be interesting because if you say, well, what does that matter? It matters that if this is the number one thing to him, his career window now is shortened, and I want to be the highest paid guy. I'm the reigning MVP. That's right. Two time. Yeah. Two time. I want to be the highest paid guy. I'm going to go somewhere where it's going to where I make that happen. Just got out of a 12-day Panchakarma. <laughs> yeah. Panchakarma? <laughs> so, you and I were kicking it yesterday, and uh, there's a guy that hit us up on, uh, on the text line. Pretty funny. Uh, Rodney, who's a huge Dolphins fan, who moved up here from Lauderdale, and he goes, oh, my God. He goes, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams mm. in Dolphin uniforms? Well, I mean, they do have the cap space. It's not implausible. They've got a young defense. We saw how they're certainly schizophrenic last year under Brian Flores. Lost 7-1, seven, seven in a row. But... Yeah, buddy. That would be an exciting prospect, and as would Denver, which seems to be the leading candidate for all the – at least the rumors out there. Uh, by the way, what is it? And, uh, they've, again, they've got a trade. You've got to meet Green Bay's demands. And yes. the Green Bay general manager, I think Gooden, Gooden, Gooden is going to get – I think he's going to get fired no matter what happens up there. Those people can't be happy with how this last, last couple of years have gone down. I mean, success on the field, Carl, but all this drama, or do you just blame it on Aaron Rodgers being a diva? No, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, his cap hit is nearly $47 million for the upcoming season. If the Packers were to pull the trigger and do this, he would become the NFL's highest-paid player. Now, remember, Patrick Mahomes signed a 10-year, $450 million extension in July that could pay him as much as $503 million by the time that the end of that deal is done. We don't even know if that will happen. There are so many things that could transpire between now and then, whether he opts out, all these different things, but... The fact of the matter is, Aaron wants to uh, Aaron wants to be the highest paid player, Mike, and I think he's probably going to get it. I don't know yeah. where he's going to end up, but I think he's probably going to get it. In an unrelated story, apparently the Browns have offered uh, Baker Mayfield fifty dollars in Bitcoin. <laughs> he better take it. So, yeah, man, Aaron Rodgers. He better take it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it has to be uh, again has to work. So a team that a as the Carl and I said had the cap space, and then obviously the trade equity because Green Bay is going to want a king's ransom because they they've got to tell their fan base, look, we're hitting the reset. 
And ladies and gentlemen, Jordan Love, if they actually believe that Jordan Love will be the guy. And here's the other thing. Doesn't Jordan Love have to become the starter and be successful? Otherwise, that whole thing was a waste of time. For We just spent a lot of time yesterday on how Trey Lance right now, if you believe the latest Garoppolo spin from San Francisco, he might actually have another year starting there. Because uh-huh. maybe San Francisco's hearing they can't get what they want in trade value for Garoppolo. Yeah, the Jordan Love thing, you, you went first round on a quarterback that's supposed to be the next franchise guy. We're five years in by the when time you, you realize gotten, what he is. You could have gotten another offensive lineman yep. or a piece in your defense. Uh, meanwhile, and by the way, again, Aaron Rodgers denies that that is the truth about him wanting to be the highest paid player. Okay? You believe him? No. Me neither. Um, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals apparently are on the same page after the riff, whatever that was. But, Mike, the reports now are that Kyler Murray, quarterback of the Cardinals, and the Cardinals are seeing eye to eye. Remember the social media post where he was like, I'm not about this nonsense. And he put it out there. Well, well Chris Mortensen had a, I mean, again, say what you will, gutless or whatever. But there was, I mean, I would imagine, as you and I joked around when it happened, Chris Mortensen wasn't talking to a janitor or somebody, you know, selling popcorn out there in Phoenix. But somebody in the organization said that he was a finger pointer, that he was a selfish guy, an I-me guy. And, and, and really, it seemed like that was going to be no way to put that back together. But they've apparently mended the fence. Michael Bidwell, owner of the Cardinals, Mm -hmm. told Arizona Sports 98.7 that uh, Murray, he spoke with Murray Thursday night and that he loves him and he knows he's going to get better and he said all the right things. This is the owner of the Cardinals. So, again, what does it all mean? I don't know. But whatever the problem was, I'm still lost on what – is this still about money? I mean, he wants to get paid, but he's not going to get paid just yet. I mean, they don't. Have, and by the way, they don't have to. I mean, he wants to get uh, a big. You never like this, do you? I mean, paying a guy early. You well, don't like it. I, I mean, I got to see. I mean, I love Kyler Murray. I just thought he laid a real big egg against the Rams, and that's easy to say. A lot of people did against the Rams, but he just looked like a lost puppy in that one. They've built everything around him, including bringing the coach, all the weapons. It, the thing that really killed him, though, down the stretch was no D-Hop. Not having DeAndre Hopkins really changed everything in that offense. No, it really did. Uh, Bo just mentioned, when you move on these rookie quarterbacks too soon, you lose the value of them being under their rookie deal. And that's what made Seattle so you – know, Russell Wilson was the exception because he wasn't even a first-rounder. He was a third-rounder making 800000 which allowed the Seahawks to do everything else they wanted to do for a number of years. And that's why teams do what they do. You know, when you've got guys like, you know, Julio Jones or DeAndre Hopkins asking for a raise with three years left on their deal, that's a one thing. But, you know, for the most part, you get that big contract, Carl, at the, at the least, coming off that option year that was picked up. You pick, you exercise that fifth-year option, and then you negotiate that monster deal. Bo, are we, uh, we as in the Falcons, the Royal We, are we scheduled to go back over to London? Are we one of the teams that's going back to London this next season? We will not lose a home game. To go to London, but we are one of the teams on the list. I don't. I don't think. I think we're off of it since we went last year. Yeah, I wouldn't think they'd send us right back. No, we're on it because the Saints are going, and it's a division game, so we're oh. one of the possibilities. Yeah. Possibilities. Uh-huh. Yeah, possibility. But I don't foresee that. If anything, I think we would be one of the teams that go to Germany. Well, the Bucks are, are one of the teams. By the way, if we're going to Germany, that's your territory. Oh. And uh, you're going to wear the lederhosen, and we are going to have some fun, dude. Two beers and you're done. They're this big. That's why. Uh, The Buccaneers will be one of the two teams playing in Germany this upcoming season. Um, They're going to play in Munich. And it just made me think about, are we going to lose another home game? Now, if if you're new to the show, Mike and I, you know, we're season ticket holders. But outside of that, when these games, I always have had a problem with any of the NFL going overseas. But I get it. World market, expansion, et cetera. 
But when it's your team, like last year. And you it, lose a home game, it sucks. It sucks, you know? And then so, you know, that, and, and you're going, well, why is it such a big deal? Because we're still paying the full amount for season tickets, even though we lose a home game. And the one reason last year, I know I, we had about three or four friends of ours went over to London. It just, all of the hangups with COVID, had you and I gotten over there and you test positive for COVID, now I'm stuck in England for 10 days. You know what I mean? It just, it was, to me, there was too many moving parts for a lot of people that kind of made it prohibitive get heading over there. Yeah, they're not going to take another home game away from the Falcons because part of the reason we were over there last year was because we got the Super Bowl and that was one of the ramifications You're of getting right. the Super Bowl. You're right. The other thing you I take was, one for the team on a home game. I didn't yeah. realize that was part of the equation. That right? was part of the equation that the deal we made, but we were supposed to do it in 2020. We couldn't. The other thing I would say is I would be I would question the NFL if they took a Saints home game with the Falcons away from New Orleans and put it over in, in London. That is a rivalry game yeah. where both teams do well, both fans travel to each side. I would just be shocked if they did that. Now unless Carl Megabus has a boat. I mean I don't know how those Saints fans would get over to London. That would be a problem. It's a long trip, Mike. It's how long, long does trip. it take to get over there by boat now? Well, I mean on the mega boat? <laughs> on the Megaboat? Carl, what that promo said like, hey, Saints fans, Carnival Cruise is hooked up with Megabus. Get on the Megaboat to London. Would they put Bobby on there and he would host the trip? Yeah, guys, it's going to be a great trip. We're going to be six days, five days on our way to London on the Megaboat. Yeah, six days on the water. Uh, so we will see. That's out there. And speaking of of the Bucks, Tom uh, Brady might. Actually, we're going to UPS you in a box. Yeah. I mean, catch your own crawfish, too. I just I just don't – I hope it's not us. But I, I think you make a valid point, Bo. That's why I'm bringing it up. I'm asking. We will see how things shake out. The Bucks are scheduled to be in Munich. Tom Brady, apparently, though, Mike, Amazon and Fox are going to reach out to see if he wants yeah. to be a broadcaster. Hey, he can, he can do that. I can do anything he wants. He's got a you know, production company. We've already talked about this movie with a bunch of older female actors on a ladies' road trip to watch us get choked away at the Super Bowl in Houston. That's project one for TV. But to actually be – a talking head on television. What do you think about that? You would you? I think he could do anything he wants to do. No, he could. Um, and, and you know, we talk about being the goat. That alone just brings interest. Whether you think he's going to be good or bad, but I don't think he's going to do it. I just I, 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 listen. The Mannings got this right. Everybody wanted Peyton and Eli to be on Monday night or Thursday night. They got it right. They carved out this thing, and, and I love it, and I love what they do. And they're coming back next year, by the way, to do these Monday night games and the, the dual broadcast. I. To just throw guys out there and say they're going to be great, I don't know. I mean, to me, I don't understand if you do have that. And again, I know that it all equals the same ratings, Kitty. Just like with us, we've got ratings and we've got the streaming audience and everything online, all that other stuff. But, I mean, if I've got a guy like Aikman, and I'm investing, Carl, the kind of money that ESPN is purported to be investing in Troy Aikman, wouldn't I rather use the part of the Disney platform of the old days and put it back on ABC? Part of the reason Monday Night Football doesn't feel as big anymore is when it moved to ESPN. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I mean, not, not to mention all the mistakes and the, uh, you know, the experiments, the Dennis Millers, Tony Kornheisers. We could go on and on. You know, you know, Jason Witten. They've just really, they've, they've really kind of screwed up a brand that was bulletproof for like three decades. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's not as big. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't, doesn't feel as big to me. It just feels like another ESPN broadcast. The biggest thing, the biggest uh, football broadcast is Sunday night it with is. Alan Chris. It is. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, hey, NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Uh, by the way, you can always go home. Matt Nagy returns to the Chiefs as their quarterback's coach under Andy Reid. That's where he came from. So, you know, we talked about uh, Eric Bieniemy not leaving. Here's uh, Matt Nagy. You heard Joe Judge is back with the Patriots, right? Joe Judge is back home as well. He's back with the Patriots.
I know you were asking something about our new special teams coach. Let me tell you something. I was a failure in New York. <laughs> yes, he was. Hey, Jason Longstreet was going to join us, man. We got Atlanta United. First match of the season, Sporting KC Sunday, right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. What's Jason think? Mike, Mike just hit me with a trivia question. I said I was coming into work today, old school Friday. I'm in the car, and I'm jamming, and uh, I'm dreaming with Christopher <laughs> Williams came on. And Mike's like, for extra credit, what was his name in New Jack City? <laughs> what was his character's name? Kareem Akbar. I, I, I never liked you, you pretty. Yeah, hard to say when you've got uh, Nino Brown sticking a knife right through your hand and into a table. Yeah, I, 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 you're right. Yeah. I, I didn't even think about that. Hey, man, <laughs> uh, it's Dukes and Bell. Now leave me. Uh, let's talk to our man, Jason Longstreet. Jason, sorry about the trivia. <laughs> sorry. We get on a New Jack City rant. It just, it's hard to get off that train. Uh, but we hope you are doing well. We are happy to have you back on the show as a regular. It is that time of year as we talk Atlanta United. There's a lot to be excited about, man. I mean, you know, this is a, a new team. It really is. We talk about a lot of the turnover and the personnel. First of all, let's start there. What do you think about all the new faces? And who do you think is going to have a real impact? I think it's a strong group. I mean, one of the guys, he's not exactly a new face in Luis Araujo. He, he came in in August of last year, but first full season, and he's a player who I think is key to Atlanta early in the season, both on and off the ball. I, I think, you know, we always see his speed. We see his ability in, in tight spaces. He can score goals. He can create chances. But early on, I think as Atlanta starts to build that chemistry in their attack, you got to get Tiago Almada, you got to get Marcelino Moreno healthy. I think Luis Araujo and his defensive work, he's so fast and he loves to press and make it difficult for the opposition to build out. We saw it in Birmingham. His pressure caused an own goal. I think his pressure is going to cause turnovers and give Atlanta a lot of good opportunities early on in the season. And that's a question I was asking you earlier today off the air, Jason, because we do have, you know, Marino and, and uh, uh, Joseph, and, and we kind of took it for granted, but Joseph was not 100%. And then once Almada gets his visa straightened out, just for a layman who doesn't follow soccer, I, I use it like a, almost like a Showtime Lakers. We could have three or four guys that can move the ball with speed really fast up the field. Yeah, that's a really good way to look at this because we know what Joseph can do in this league. He's done it for a number of years. Last year, nowhere near 100%. He still had double-digit goals. Araujo, we've seen the ability. This is a guy with a league on a title in, in France. Almada, one of the most promising young players to come out of Argentina, and I, I know people have wanted to compare him to Ezequiel Barco, but when Almada shows up, he's two years deeper into his career than Barco was when he arrived, okay. and he hasn't had the injury issues that Barco had when he was here. So I think Almada is somebody you can expect more from than Barco when he first arrived. He's just a, a more of a finished product. And Moreno, somebody that I think at times we forget about all of the big moments he had last year, you know, with a late winner against Montreal, um, a late goal to put a game away in Toronto, the, the wild dribbling run he had to set up a goal for George Bellow. Moreno, if he's the fourth guy that gets attention in that attack, he's going to have a lot of opportunities because defenses aren't going to be able to key on everybody. Jason Longshore, our guest, guys. Atlanta United's first match, Sporting KC Sunday, pregame at 2.30 with Jason and uh, our man Mike Conti. Kickoff is at 3 o'clock. We had George Campbell on the show yesterday. What are the expectations for him and his role moving forward? Man, I I can't say enough good things about George Campbell. Having a chance to see him in the academy and then with Atlanta United, too, and earning a pro contract, 
and all the work he's put in. He was a player in the academy at the beginning who was not looked at as a pro prospect. He didn't look like he was going to get there. He was on the bench in those early seasons until he made the move to center back. And he's still learning the position. But at his age and in this team right now where he's not going to be asked to to start 34 games, I think they're going to play a line of four a lot, which is going to be two center backs, Miles Robinson, Alan Franco. But Campbell's going to start the opener because Franco's suspended. He'll be in a position where he can come in and be a third center back when the team wants to play with that. He can also come into the holding midfield and help shut down a game. Campbell's going to see the field a lot this year. And I've, I've said it, I think Campbell is one of those next young center backs in this league and in this country that people have to start paying attention to because he's got the combination of size, speed, power, skill, and he reads the game really well. He's got a little bit of a mean streak, too, which I like. Yeah, and it's always it seemed like we we're a little bit shorter on the back, and obviously Miles is a big guy. But I mean, and by the way, with George Bellow leaving, I mean, are, we're, so you're not saying there's going to be a fall off as far as like the uh, the, the backs and, def- and we would call defense for the casual fan. No, I, I don't think so because Andrew Gutman is a player that I think was acquired a couple of years ago with the understanding that 2021 was more than likely going to be George Bellow's last season in Atlanta. He wanted the opportunity to go to Europe. They had a chance to prepare for the future in two different ways because Andrew Gutman comes off of two years where he's played pretty consistently in Cincinnati and then with the Red Bulls. He'll slot right into the first team. He'll play. He's looked very good in preseason. He's been very impressive to me. But they also signed as a homegrown Caleb Wiley. And Caleb Wiley is 17 years old. He's played 33 games in USL Championship with Atlanta United 2 over the last two years. He was playing games consistently as a 15-year-old huh. in USL Championship. Incredible speed with Caleb Wiley. Still got things to learn at the pro level. He's 17. But I think he's the future down the road. And honestly, what we've seen in preseason, he's going to push Andrew Gutman for, for minutes early on. What did you learn from the friendlies uh, as we got ready for the season with formations and tactics? Was there anything that that stood out to you as far as how we might start the season with with formation-wise? Yeah, the the, the two things that that stand out, I think formation isn't going to be critical. I I don't think the formation is going to define the way the team plays. I think we'll see them play like they did last year some with three center backs and sometimes turning into a line of five, and we'll see that at times. They'll more often play out of a 4-3-3 kind of a shape. So two center backs, two outside backs. I think we've seen a lot of times in midfield that can look with two holding midfielders or one, two in front of one or one in front of two. It can go either way. Wide players, you like to come inside a good bit, and your number nine, your striker. Um What I've seen from a tactical perspective in preseason that I think is going to be really important for Atlanta United, especially early as Atlanta's attack starts to come together, is the way that they're pressing the opposition when Atlanta doesn't have the ball. It's very intense and it's very quick. The ball turns over and guys switch on really quick to become defenders. Araujo is brilliant in those moments. Tyler Wolf is probably going to get the start with Almada and Moreno likely not available for Sunday. Tyler Wolf is very good in those moments. I think the midfield, Ozzy Alonso, who's probably going to start while Santiago Sosa is still recovering from off-season surgery, Alonso is really good at jumping into those passing lanes. 
they'll pick up turnovers with Atlanta's attackers. They'll, they'll cause the opposition's defense to turn the ball over. But even if that first line is broken, Atlanta's midfield is very good at picking up the ball in the middle third and then starting a counter. So I think you're going to get a lot of goals off of turnovers for Atlanta United this season. It is Jason Longshore with us, guys, on the WaitFor.com hotline. As Carl mentioned, he and Mike Conti will have the call. Also, freaking you are going to be out there, Carl, the special edition to yeah. get you ready for the season. Curtain raiser right about a big bird out front, man. So go by and say hi. It's going to be a blast. Jason, as we said the other day, Carl and I were saying creating buzz, you know, getting a buzz about this team. 18 obviously was unbelievable. 19 was a year with just a few more breaks and a few less injuries. We might have won a championship again. And obviously the turnover of the coaches, the COVID year really stunk. But you, you just touched on it. you got a coach who the guys really seem to respond to. Starting healthy this season, I, are we going to get back to the kind of scoring and the juice that we used to have with this team, I guess, for lack of a better word? Yeah, I think so. I think this is going to be a team that when all of those attacking pieces are in place and have a little bit of time to build up chemistry. Thiago Amada came in and got a chance to train in Guadalajara with the team for about a week, played 50 minutes in a game down there, and he's such a player. He's able to fit in pretty fast. But you need to get him and Moreno in with this group. The attack might take a little more time. And that's typical. You know, we see this in, in a lot of sports where the defense is on top early in the season. The defense maybe picks things up a little bit quicker. That's where you get a good coach in Gonzalo Pineda who can coach up this team defensively to create opportunities off of that. As the season goes, though, and that attack comes together, I think teams are going to really start to fear Atlanta's attack like they used to. Cool. And you're going to see a lot of goals. You've got multiple guys who can score double-digit goals multiple guys who can have double-digit assists. It's going to be a fun year to watch this thing come together. What do we know about uh, Sporting KC and what's going on with those guys? They're missing their number nine, Alan Polito. He had off-season knee injury, knee surgery. He's going to be out for the year. Uh, they've had a couple of visa issues just like Atlanta, some guys who have just arrived this week, some guys who probably will not be with the team this weekend. Their best playmaker, Gaddy Kenda, had a knee surgery as well, more of a minor cleanup kind of thing. He's going to miss the first month. Where they're dangerous is their wingers. They don't play like a lot of wingers that we think of who are going to take it wide, put in a cross. Johnny Russell and Daniel Shallowy combined had 31 goals last year and 16 assists. They are the hub of this team, and they like to come inside, and the interchange between them and the forward Kyrie Shelton and the midfielders is really good. So all of the things we've talked about with Atlanta United, the attack, it's all going to be really important. Having the possession battle is going to be important against Kansas City. But when Atlanta has to defend in their defensive third, Ronald Hernandez, Andrew Gutman, the center backs, Miles Robinson, George Campbell, and I think especially Osvaldo Alonso as that holding midfielder, they have to be switched on with players moving and exchanging positions. That's where Kansas City can hurt you. And one last note, uh, Jason, we did finally uh, release, get rid of uh, a guy, in, uh, Jurgen Dahm, that I thought when he was healthy, you saw speed, you saw the elements we talked about with some of these other guys, great ball handling, but he just couldn't stay healthy. So, unfortunately, it's, it was a big p uh, chunk of payroll that's off the books. Yeah, it's unlucky for Jurgen because he came here for an opportunity for a fresh start after a long time at Tigres in Mexico, and he just wasn't healthy enough to get that fresh start. He just couldn't stay on the field consistently. And once Luis Araujo became available late in the summer window last year, 
he took that right wing spot. And Jurgen Dom at most was going to be a backup to Araujo, and that's not what Jurgen Dom wants to do. He came here for a fresh start. He's not going to be a, a backup in that situation. So I thought maybe he'd end up in Mexico before their transfer window closed. The deal never came together with Chivas or Club America or any of the other big clubs that were linked to him at different points. And I don't know what's next for Jurgen for Atlanta. That opens up some roster space. That opens up some cap space. Give them some flexibility to go out and maybe add another piece to a, a pretty settled roster as it is. Great stuff, Jason. Looking forward to the call, man, and looking forward to the start of the MLS season with Atlanta United. Good luck on the call, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you all. Thanks for having me on. All right, man. Jason Longshore, guys. Follow him at Longshoe on the Twitter. Hey, coming up, yeah, man, no man's on the way. By the way, I will say this, uh, long season ahead, but the revolution were really good last year, and they're going to be good again this year. This is not going to be easy in the East, and a lot of teams upgraded as well. Hopefully our team comes together fairly quickly. Got a team up in Charlotte, too. That'll be a fun road trip for a lot of Five Stripes fans as well. So, yeah, man, going to be a different year. As we said, getting that buzz back, what made us fall in love with this team. Hopefully that's what they're going to be the storyline this season. All right, Bo's up next. We'll find out what he's got going on. Weather report over under? Over under? I'm going to say he mentions the weather at least once. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It is Dukes and Bell coming up uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. Uh, we're going to get a chance to hear from Steve Coonan about an hour from now. Hawks CEO Trey Young, by the way, did say he was pressing last night after he couldn't really get a shot off. Uh, you know, he said he was 0 for 5 from beyond the arc, and then he only shot 3 for 17 from the field. It was not a great night for Trey, and, and he owned it 
But you can't expect that kind of performance from your superstar if you're going to win these big games. And last night, DeMar DeRozan played like a superstar. Yes, he did. So, you know. without As you said, they were missing some key pieces on the Bulls last night, and they beat us in a clutch moment. They were more clutch than we were. He was, man. DeMar DeRozan's been doing this all season. I mean, this is kind of who he has been. Game winners, fourth quarter. He's got more fourth quarter points than anybody else in the NBA right now. 455. Giannis is a close second with 400. So he's just been a beast in the fourth quarter. But that's what you need. Mm. That's what we need. If we're going to get there, Mike, that's what we got to. That's where we got to get to. So uh, you'll hear more from Trey, more from Coach coming up. Last night, close but no cigar as the Bulls win late, and it was bad execution. Let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> All right, happy Friday, Bo. Sun's shining. I beat you to it. Weather's great Beautiful outside. Beautiful day. Top-down weather today, my brother. You guys done stealing my thunder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, it's the weird things. Like, um, you guys have heard me talk about my Uncle Beaver. We've talked about, you know, food. He's a big cooker. He listens to the show. He listens to this segment. He's been texting me since yesterday, you know, with the poster thing. And I guess one of the posters he had, or, or some reason he sent me a Leaf Garrett um, Uncle Beaver had a Leaf Garrett poster. I'm assuming he did, and I said, uh, and he always talks trash. See, he knows I'm a big Roadhouse fan, Dalton, right. you know, Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. So he always makes fun of Patrick Swayze. Who would win in a fight between Patrick Swayze and Leaf Garrett? Oh, Patrick Swayze would kick his butt seven ways to Sunday. That's what I, I said. I agree with that. That's what I said. Leaf no. Garrett, was, he was always like a punk, and then uh, he had drug issues. So, I mean, you know, Patrick Swayze's, you know, he's dead. Tough to bounce back from that, Carl. But I, I would say in their prime, Swayze would beat the snot out of Yeah, him. I would agree. Actually, would take the Viking Leif Erikson over both of them. Correct. So that's just yes, or Eric the Red, right? Well, nobody asked you about Vikings and <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about. Talk about Dalton. All right. Can I ask what Be- can House. I ask what Beaver does for a living? He runs. He owns uh, like a flooring company. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And do they actually call him Beaver? Like, we need Beaver on aisle two. Like, like, do they call him? That? No, they call him Bill. Okay. Beaver call him Bill. to flooring. Beaver to flooring. I call him Beaver. Okay. I just wondered. I his mean, nickname. That was his nickname, I think, in high school or growing up. Okay. I mean, you can you can, okay. you well, can figure it out. Well, I'm not going to ask how he got it. You I can just figure it out. If, if other grown men called him that. Use your imagination. Uh, either he traps or it's his hobby. <laughs> it's like Cedric the Entertainer. I'm not calling a gun of the grown man luscious. Okay. <laughs> beaver. No, I don't know right. about that. It's but okay anyways. when you put uncle or. Yes, you know, it is. I yes, guess. it is. I'm glad, I'm glad he's uh, listening, though. Thank you. Uncle Beaver. He's been known to spend a lot of time near waterfalls chewing wood. That's how he got the nickname Beaver. That's actually not true. Again, your mic privileges have been cut off as the executive producer. Just, uh, you know, cut audio I mean, well, or something. You should, you should play it back on him. Like you say, I suppose that uh, Chris has got an Uncle Luigi, you know, or an Uncle Mario who wears white gloves and walks around uh, playing a video game. I do have an Uncle or Tony, and he looks like Tony Soprano's brother. <laughs> well, this isn't about your uncles. You can talk about your uncle in your segment. So, oh, yeah, I'm just glad Beaver's listening. All right, yeah, go ahead. Beaver's good. All yeah. right, real quick. Um, you know, the over the weekend, the, the NBA did their um, all sept, NBA uh, 75, right? Mm-hmm. 75th anniversary. Yep. Well, Draymond Green went on J.J. Reddick's podcast, The Old Man and the Three, and he talked about why he felt he was left off 
the All-75. Here we go. And he said, the one thing when I look back on it that bothers me is I would have been the finals MVP in 2016 if he hadn't got suspended. Remember he got suspended in that yeah, game? But and he did. <laughs> I do. And that totally changes the narrative. That was Cleveland. That's Cleveland comeback. Yes. That's how Cleveland came back from being 3-1 yeah. down. Yeah. Good luck leaving me off the NBA 75 if I was finals MVP. Good luck even having a debate if I'm a Hall of Famer or not if I was finals MVP. When I look back on that from a selfish standpoint, which I rarely do, (laughs) I would have been finals MVP, and that changes the course of everything. All right, let's go back. Let's have our own little history. Let's say he is the finals MVP. Is Draymond Green on the all-75 team then? No. 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 No, I'm with, I'm, no. He's a glue guy. I mean, he does the dirty work. And, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, look, it, if he keeps on playing, if he, he's 31. I mean, but the numbers, I mean, Dennis Rodman changed the narrative, Carl. Ben Wallace changed that narrative for the Hall of Fame, you could argue, right? I mean, so, I mean, if he keeps doing what he's doing and he's got four he's got four all-star appearances, he's got those big moments in the finals, the yeah. money appearance, I, I could – but he's got to have he's got to have a few more of those moments before you start talking about a Hall of Fame, let alone seventy five years. See, but here's the deal, and I, I'm biased because in covering Dennis in his prime, here's the deal: Dennis led the NBA in rebounding from ninety two to ninety eight, dominated, rebound. Nobody rebounded better. On top of that, he would go guard the best offensive player on the other mm-hmm. team. Draymond's not doing that. Draymond is running around every now and then, and he may run at a guy. Yeah. It was like, Robin, you go get this. You got magic. You got right. Jordan. I mean, give me a break. This is the four, his best season. He was 14 and 9. That, that, that's a whole different animal when you start no. trying to compare Rodman and his one trick. No. Rodman was a beast. But, Draymond would have to win five more NBA championships to get to Springfield. But, <laughs> Let alone to be on the, the No, is he a champion? Yes. I agree yes. with Mike. Is, is he a guy that is going to be He's in the a conversation? Guy. He's a guy you want on your team. But let's not start talking about who you are and who you compare to and all that. Come on now. Stop. I, I always get with the Dennis Rodman stuff because people only seem to want to talk about what he did on the Bulls. I know, obviously, you said 92-98. That was some of the Spurs. But people only talk about his titles with the Bulls. Do people just completely forget that he was a part of the bad boys? That he mm-hmm. won two titles with them and he was an integral part of that team? Dude, he was, he was a winner. Here's the part about Rodman that gets lost because of all the craziness, the hair, the Madonna, all the, you know, the, the late-night flights and all that stuff. He won everywhere he went. Seriously. He made the Spurs a 50-win team when he went there. They trained him to the Bulls. He goes and wins three more championships with Michael, Michael and Pippen. I mean, he's, he was a winner everywhere. Then, by the way, it goes to the Lakers. We forget. Yeah. And, by the way, before we get to uh, Draymond Green, Bernard King gets on the All-NBA 75 team. I'm with you well, on that. Let's just slow your roll. There's about 15 guys I can think of, including Tony Parker, before we get to Draymond Green. Well, and that's the guy that got left off. I think that deserved right. to be there. Well, no one talks about how great Draymond Green is other than Draymond, Draymond Green. Green. Yeah, right. I don't think about this often, but <laughs> but Draymond's got a new gig with TNT. It's great. Yeah, I mean, look, he's, he's doing, he's doing, he's got a future in he, after basketball. But he is the kind of guy you have to have on a championship team. And Absolutely. He's a guy, I'll be honest with Absolutely. you. You could argue he's the kind of guy we don't have on this Hawks team. Ooh, good call. Could never disagree with that. Doesn't make him an all seventy five, and that's no. not your point. But still, all right, real quick. I know it's a Buckhead Butcher Shop tailgate at home, so I'm going to get to it. So it's going to be a weird weekend weather wise. So <laughs> what, what's going to happen this weekend? With well, the weather? it's going to be beautiful tomorrow and crappy on Sunday. Yeah, and then, you know, I gotta. It's, I thought it was going to rain tomorrow. No, no, no. no it's no, Sunday. No, no, no. It rained oh, okay. this morning, and now we got sun. All right. So I'm going to do something fun, and I haven't done it in a while. I'm gonna do some uh, ham and uh, ham grilled cheeses. 
So nice. I'm just going to, I bought the ham this morning. I got the bread. Nice. Just going to throw those things on and just flip them over. And then I'm going to maybe do, well, I know I'm going to do steak fries. And I think I might do them in the deep fryer. I might bring the deep fryer back out for some steak fries in the deep fryer are so good. Mm, nice. Only if the dew point is below 47 degrees. You got to keep that <laughs> in mind. Why don't you go text Uncle Luigi and leave out of my segment? You no, don't get no. a speaking part today. I would like to give you guys something fresh and exciting, like I'm going to do swordfish tonight because it is Friday being a former, wow. former good Catholic. But no, I'm going to do a ribeye reverse sear with two oh, plates and a wrapped in bacon. It's our thing. Ring the bell for that, oh, tough guy. Goodness. I picked it up today and the twice-baked oh. twice potatoes that are loaded and stuffed. And yeah. that's what we're doing. And that's what my wife wants, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, skirt steak for us. That's what we're going to do. Tacos or? Well, I'm not sure yet. They're they're marinating as we speak, so we're going to do the skirt mm. steak. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet. What kind of marinating are you using for that? Uh, it's one that I have used over the years. Lime. It's got lime. It's got paprika. It's, it's a bunch of different things in there. The, the lime is really good. It really tenderizes yeah. the meat. Kind of break. It makes it really good. That's what I use my flank steak for. Yeah. In my flank steak, one of the one of the ingredients. I mean, if I said I was doing shake and bake pork chops, does that mean you guys feel better than me doing a reverse sear ribeye? Can we all say it together? Yes. yes. Uh, screw you guys. It's Friday. <laughs> yes. Friday's beef for me. That's what I'm doing. By the way. First off, you can talk about anything you're cooking all weekend. Second off, I'm going to I'm going to correct something and I thought it was funny, but I do give you a hard time at the reverse sear. But that's my that's a method that I think I told you about. Yes, you did. I don't give you a hard time for doing the reverse sear. You're forsaking the reverse sear. I give you a hard time <laughs> because it's the only thing yeah. you do. Well, I mean, when, and by the way, I'm not even doing I say we're doing Becky is cooking the reverse sear. I will come home tonight and the steaks will be on the grill. I will open up a cocktail and that's it. I mean, I, I bring nothing to the table other than my belly and a knife and fork, okay? <laughs> just telling you where it's at. The wife does all the work. You know that. Well, yeah. And my uh, job is to keep Ike away from the food. That's what I do. Uh, what's what's the, Today is Friday, so next Friday is the 4th? Yes. March 4th. Next Friday? Yeah. I'm willing to bet Mike does reverse sear next right. Friday. I, already, you know, I will find something exotic, okay? You know what I'm going to go? You know what I'm going to go? I'm going to have a braised unicorn next Friday. How's that, okay? How about Vince around and just try yeah. something we're gonna different? Do, we're going to do braised unicorn, with, and we're going to have a, uh, you know, I'm going to do a ceviche with baby seal. There you go. <laughs> that, that, that sounds better, you know what? better than this. I would be okay with you Googling something that you're not going to make and then just posting a picture from the Google. <laughs> No, it's got to be, see, again, it's got to come from the heart. It has to be real, okay? That's like a guy we used to work with. He used to take pictures of girls from a magazine and say that was his girlfriend. Oh. It's an event like wow. any other. Wow. Wow. You went there. Hey, by I'm the just, way. I'm just saying. By the way, it doesn't. <laughs> What's that imaginary girlfriend going to meet? We're going to meet this person. So I'm just saying. No, I mean, it's, we got, you, have to, you cannot do that. You got to cook it, prove it, send the picture. Yes, you do. But well, nothing says from the heart like, my wife's going to reverse sear a steak. Well, again, I mean, I, maybe I'll, I'll do some of the seasoning tonight. I doubt it because you know what? Well, maybe you will because you, you told her she didn't season it right. You probably are left well, that to your own that was, that was an awkward evening when we talked about maybe too much seasoning on the steak. That, well, you had guessed that, that was the problem. The worst part, my buddy's wife seconded the emotion. She goes, yeah, it is a little over Wow, that's cool. Oh, she's out of her lane. And then there was literally like 1,000 what? Two of silence. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, Bo. Stay in your your lane. lane. Yeah. Hey, Chris, tell your Uncle Luigi to hit my music. All right, man, it's Friday. Bo is right. Sun's out. Guns out for Mike Bell. Uh, Coming up, dog reports on the way. We're going to talk about the stability at the Georgia program. Also, decisions being made that people don't like in college football. Find out what it is coming up on Dukes and Bell. 
Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 